Hi, and welcome to episode 10 of What Cause Inspires You. I'm your host, Alicia Gupta, and today I have with me Anushka Nuri. I launched the What Cause Inspires You podcast as a way for students to share the service they're doing in their communities. We encourage youth like Anushka, who are making a change to improve the world, to speak up about their stories and become a leader in the movement. And hopefully the What Cause Inspires You podcast is the perfect platform to do so. So a little bit about Anushka. Anushka Nuri is a 13-year-old founder and president of Gentle Generations, a nonprofit organization determined to bring smiles to seniors. Their mission is to foster connections between older and younger generations through creative and compassionate personal engagement programs. Starting an organization based on service came naturally to Anushka, who has always been very involved in her community. Before founding Gentle Generations, Anushka fundraised and has been an advocate for various charitable causes. She has supported organizations benefiting children's hospitals, underprivileged youth, families in, shelter, in shelters, and associations combating rare medical conditions. Anushka strongly believes that education is empowering and volunteers as a teacher to elementary and middle school students. She is currently a member of her city's youth advisory board and is a passionate change maker. We are recording this presentation and will post the video on YouTube by Saturday and the audio on Spotify by Friday. I'm so excited for all of you guys to hear about Anushka's story. Are you ready, Anushka? Mm-hmm. All right, let's get started then. Anushka, can you tell us a little bit more about the inspiration behind founding your organization, Gentle Generations? Sure, I would love to, but first, thank you so much, Alicia, for this for giving me this opportunity to share a cause that's so close to my heart. It's a privilege to be able to speak on your podcast. The inspiration behind Gentle Generation stems from my late grandmother. She was a charismatic executive globetrotter and was debilitated to a wheelchair when she was diagnosed with a devastating neurological disease. This condition, by stealing her ability to walk, talk, and then move, made her feel isolated. She became dependent on others. My grandmother lived with us and taking care of her was an integral part of my day. Although she endured the most dreadful process of aging, it was clear that the social interactions with her siblings, children and us grandchildren helped my grandma fight her disease. And I want to believe she got the strength to live a decade longer because we were there for her. My grandmother was my true confidant. I treasure the time I spent brushing her hair or reading a book. Simple and precious moments that we spent together that brought her joy amidst pain. I was fortunate to be by her side during her difficult journey and held her hand when she took her last breath. After her passing, I began to find peace in the idea that I could build programs to foster connections between youth and the elderly and pave pathways to care for and bring smiles to seniors. This was the foundation upon which Gentle Generations was born. Wow, that's such a touching story. And it's actually interesting that you bring this example up because I was just on a podcast um, for our professional perspective series, I think yesterday with Mita Prakash, and she said something very similar. She said that everyone has positive and negative experiences in life, but it's one's choice to take both of them, the positive and the negative, and turn it into something beautiful. And as awesome that, as that sounds, it's 
extremely difficult to do. So all props to you for being able to turn that grief um, and that difficult situation into something for the community um, and something so strong and powerful. So great. Thank you so much again, Anushka. Um, but let's talk a little bit about gentle generations. Um, so you said that it serves the elderly and home um, and loneliness. So can you tell us why loneliness matters and what are the actual harms of loneliness? So loneliness is very prominent in our world today. Um, to explore this further, I researched a topic. I'd like to share with you a 2017 study from the University of Oxford, which discovered that globally up to 50% of older adults are at risk for loneliness. And one out of every three people ages 60 and older experience loneliness in old age. And research from the National Institute of Aging suggests that loneliness is becoming more widespread every year. And as our world grows, the ep epidemic, so to speak, of loneliness will grow with it. Um, not to mention the current pandemic, which necessitates social distancing, has only fueled the growing problem of isolation. Now more than ever, we need to take action. I don't think um, a lot of people recognize or realize that loneliness is so widespread. Um, can you expand a little further on the actual harms of loneliness to the elderly population? Yeah, so there are a lot of harms, but to fully understand the impact of loneliness on older adults and the approach we've adopted at Gentle Generations to combat loneliness, we must go back to the root cause of the emotion. I read a paper written by John and Stephanie Capioco, who are professors at the University of Chicago and experts on the biology of loneliness, which described the evolutionary function of loneliness in our early ancestors. Basically, our hunter-gatherer predecessors, who were on their own, were more likely to become the lunch of a hungry predator, while those who traveled in groups had a greater chance of survival. Hence, humans evolved a sense of deep discomfort and pain when separated, what we today call loneliness. Loneliness is simply the body's reaction to what we understood as harm. When we experience loneliness, our body activates a stress response. The same reaction our body would have to a bacterial infection, for example. And extended social isolation for the elderly can cause inflammatory responses that wreak havoc on health, increasing the risk for a whole array of debilitating disorders, including Alzheimer's, diabetes, high blood pressure, poor sleep, and weakened immunity immunity, to name a few. And over time, this inflammatory response can actually change the way our brain works. Ultimately, loneliness can shorten lifespan. So at Gentle Generations, by addressing the growing social needs of senior citizens, we make positive impacts on both mental and physical wellness. Wow, it definitely seems like you've done an extensive amount of research on this topic. Um, and based on that research, I can definitely see why Gentle Generations wants to tackle such a problem like loneliness. Um, so Anushka, can you expand a little bit about what Gentle Generations does in terms of initiatives? Yeah, so I truly believe that integrating science with service is a powerful approach to implementing effective initiatives. So we have designed scientifically inspired programs to adopt the best approaches to tackling loneliness. Tackling loneliness isn't as simple as increasing the number of your friends. 
the Kapioko study, the one that I referenced earlier, found that while increasing the opportunities for social contact are important, the key to curing loneliness, and I quote, is to address maladaptive social cognition. This basically means that we must help lonely individuals to identify and disregard their automatic negative thoughts. Psychologists call this cognitive behavioral therapy or CBT. So some CBT based interventions are sharing memories or mindful and meditation practices or positive greetings or um, increasing the expression of feelings and um, identifying past and present positive relationships. And finally, we can give our senior citizens simple homework assignments to develop communication skills. Fundamentally, at Gentle Generations, guided by science and modeled after the CBT principles, we aim to institute programs to eliminate loneliness in our elderly communities. Specifically, our goal is to engage youth volunteers with senior citizens through various ways which promote healthy social connections. Wow, science and service. Now that's a really powerful foundation to have gentle generations stand on. Um, but you did mention social interactions and as unfortunate as it is right now with the COVID-19 situation, social interactions, especially to a vulnerable population like our elderly, um, are not prevalent right now. So how can gentle generations um, kind of still help in this current situation? Right, so I believe that now more than ever, our work is essential. The elderly are particularly prone to isolation, so we must act now. Uh, one of our first initiatives included sending both electronic and handwritten cards, colorful artwork, and short messages with cheerful greetings and motivational quotes. These are designed intentionally to foster positive thoughts and seniors often choose to display these cards. Wow, that's beautiful. I love the e-cards message. Just really letting our elderly and our retirement homes know that we are still with them, whether it's physical or even through the internet. Um, other than e-cards, do you have some other programs that you are developing right now? We do. So some other examples of our programs including include hosting game nights such as Jeopardy with specifically designed questions that prompt seniors to share memories or people who have been important to them in their life. And we've been working on um, making these virtual as well. Uh, one of our other programs that I'm most proud of is our letter writing and share your story initiative. Uh, youth volunteers write letters to seniors and we encourage seniors to write back and share stories of their lives and favorite memories. Also, to provide structured and far-reaching and a far-reaching avenue to share narratives, we will be launching a quarterly magazine giving voice to memories. Each issue will focus on a different theme. That's amazing. Now, I know I would definitely want to volunteer with Gentle Generations. So, for all of our audience members out there today, what can they do to support your foundation and make a difference in the community? There are so many ways we can all make a difference. Senior citizens, as I'd mentioned before, love to receive cards and letters. We have templates and ideas for writing letters and making cards that can be mailed or scanned to us and that we will send to them on your behalf. Currently, of course, we're not, we cannot personally visit senior citizens 
but we can connect with them via phone or video calls. Another great idea is to create a pre-recorded video message that the elderly can view many times over. Also, we are assembling small care packages that contain simple items that would cheer up someone's day. You can also volunteer to host a virtual game night. The opportunities are endless. Connect with us and we would love to have you join our cause. Also, if you have a different cause that you're passionate about, apply for a podcast like this. Spreading the word about a cause can help raise awareness and can inspire other people to do community service as well. I completely agree with you on that one, Anushka. Um, and I love all the work you are doing to all of our listeners out there. Uh, she has just mentioned an array of beautiful initiatives that everyone can easily get involved with. Um, so I will be attaching Anushka's email in the chat in case, of, in case anyone has further inquiries about it. But we have time for one more question, Anushka. Why do you think more youths should get involved in community service in a, in a young age like 13? I mean, you are our youngest. What cause inspires you, speaker? Yeah, so I can always remember my family being involved in community service one way or another. As a kid, being involved in projects that helped our community has been a lot of fun. One of my most favorite family traditions is that on our birthdays, we donate gifts to foster children and families in shelters. I always look forward to wrapping the gifts. Through my experiences, I've learned so much about so many things that I may not have had the chance to learn about. But something that I perhaps didn't expect was that by helping others, I've actually gotten a sense of fulfillment. Knowing that you made an impact on someone else's life, even if it's a small one, is definitely a good feeling. Thank you so much, Anushka. And we definitely look forward to speakers like you, our youth change makers, to go out and inspire other change makers in our community. We love hearing about all the action that the youth are taking. Be sure to follow our Instagram and Facebook pages to stay updated on our scholarship opportunities, future podcasts, and events. Our I will be linking both our Instagram and Facebook pages in the chat as well. But speaking of scholarships, we have just launched our newest scholarship challenge, the What Cause Inspires You Flyer Challenge. Super simple and easy to get involved with. All you have to do is create a flyer about what cause inspires you and why. This could even be an organization you have started or simply a cause that you were really passionate about. All you have to do um, after that is post the flyer on your social media account, tag what cause inspires you, and put the Humanity Rising logo somewhere on the flyer. All of the details are available on all social media sites and we hope to get so many flyers um, to spread the word about Humanity Rising and your organization. The challenge will run from July 22nd, which is today, to August 5th. And we look forward to seeing all your designs. Um, our awards for this challenge will be an $100 gift card, um, as well as the chance to speak on our What Cause Inspires You podcast or alternatively to interview one of our CEOs on our Professional Perspectives series. And I hope you all enjoyed this podcast and this interview as much as I did. Anushka, you were doing amazing things in this world and we can only hope that more students take initiatives like you. Thank you all for attending our podcast and we hope to see you again at next week's podcast. If you have any more questions for me or for Anushka, both of our emails are linked in the chat. Thanks once again. Thanks for having me.